Hello, this is Leona Graham, and tonight on Absolute Classic Rock, I'm really pleased to say we're joined by one of the greatest guitarists on earth, Slash. We'll be talking about his new album, Living the Dream, plus motorbikes and guitars after this. Absolute Classic Rock. Okay, so uh, hi there, Slash. Um, hi. Welcome to Absolute Classic Rock and Absolute Radio. Mm. So tell us about this new album with Miles. Okay, well, it's called Living the Dream, and uh, we just put the first single out. Uh, it was yesterday, I think it was, um, which, which is, is Driving Rain. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a cool record. I'm excited for it to come out. Um, we had a lot of fun making it. And, uh, you know, I don't know what else you want me to tell <laughs> Well, uh, what is the writing process with you guys? Because you've, this is the fourth one, but the third one with this, uh, with, with Miles, obviously, because yeah. he did a bit on your first album. But uh, have you guys sort of gelled into some comfortable routine now? Or um, Well, I mean, we had gelled into a comfortable routine, and then I took off and went out with Guns N' Roses for more than a year, almost Just a minor two years. So that that sort of interrupted the routine. The routine, though, was, you know, uh, we'd be on the road and then I'd just write new music during the tour and then we'd get together and compile all that and, and work up the music and Miles would come up with melodies and lyrics and re record that and then we'd go back on the road again and that's basically how this this record was done but it was interrupted by by you know my taking off so we had worked on some of the material um during the world on fire tour uh like at sound checks and we had a couple like sort of pre-production rehearsals and stuff and then i i took off with guns so we had guns had a break in uh from january to about may so I got back together with with the guys and the conspirators, and we revisited some of the ideas from 2015, and then also I brought some new ones, you know, that I wrote that Christmas, and uh, and so we just got it back into pre-production again and went and recorded the album. And as soon as that was done, then I went into rehearsals for the European Guns N' Roses leg. So. Wow, do you ever take a break? Not really. No. <laughs> is this the way you like it? Though? This is I'm good this way. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you've got your own studio now as well was it recorded there or it was recorded there yeah we did we did all the the overdubs there we didn't do the drums there because it's not a very big studio it's pretty okay. small um 16 track board but it's functional so so we did pre-production there went out uh to a commercial studio did the drums and came back and did all the guitars and the vocals amazing uh what do you think is your favorite track on the new album on the on the new album um you know, it's it's really that's a, always a tough question because, uh, and this is going to sound cliche because a lot of different people say this, but when you when you write a, a body of work and and record it and p make a record of it, you're really cl so closely attached to each song that it's hard to pull a f say there's a favorite. You know, it sort of undermines the rest of the material, and they always the cliche is that they're like children. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get that. Yeah. Um, as a new listener to the album, mm. I would go with Sugarcane is my favourite. Oh, really? Just putting okay. that out there. Yeah, I love that one. All right, so you're the rough and tumble type. Then. Yeah, I like that big riff <laughs> on that song. I just love that. That is brilliant. Um, most popular question from my listeners is, are you touring this album and when? Uh, yeah, and the, well, the record comes out in, in its entirety. It comes out in uh, September, so we start touring in September, and so we're going to do uh, a six-week-long uh, tour of the states, then come back, and I'm going to do an, about s roughly the same amount of time with Guns N' Roses, and then come back from that, and then we're coming to Europe. So February, March, we'll be in Europe. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. And planning to go to Stoke. 
Uh, you know, the thoughts crossed my mind. I haven't seen the routing and, and all that yet. And it, because we have to do a lot in a short amount of time, obviously we're going to do London, right? So I don't know if I'll be able to squeeze Stoke in there or not, mm -hmm. but we'll see. Okay, brilliant. Just moving on to guitars, uh, what would you say is your favorite guitar at the moment? Um, actually, that's normally that's a tough question, but I've been I've been touring with this uh, really great it's '58 reissue with a really nice ro uh, Brazilian rosewood neck, which sounds amazing. So I got that right at the beginning of. Uh, of the the festival tour that we just did. And so that's my favorite guitar at the moment. Uh, you still using the green one? Yeah, which one? I have two green ones. Oh. The green Les Paul or yes. the green Be Rich? Uh, the Les Paul. <laughs> yes, I'm still using the green one. I've used that as inspiration uh, on my arm, as you can see oh, here. Oh, look at that. My laces tattoo. I didn't even see that. Yeah. So that's this is so the tobacco awesome. sunburst, and this is your green one, which is actually still in progress, but... Uh, yeah, Okay, <laughs> so so then that changes the subject altogether. So you a guitar fan? Um, well, I'm I mean, a do music you play? Fan. No, I don't play. I just love the look of the Les Paul. Yeah, and I it saw has your, a very alluring, uh, isn't it? It's just the best looking guitar. Yeah. And I knew I was going to get two guitars here. And you know, some people said get two different guitars, but I just wanted these two. I just love the well, shape of them. Well, you got like two great finishes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and I was wondering at the end of the interview if you could just perhaps sign this one, and perhaps I'll get your name tattooed there. No way. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, sign it. Yeah. Should we do that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, coming back to the interview. Um, what about motorbikes? Are you uh, riding any bikes at the moment? I'm not a, a bike guy. I I was when I was a kid. When mm. bef when uh, I used to race BMX, and when I was racing BMX, this is before the guitar came along. Um, my aspiration at the time was to to do motocross, and so I was. Big fan of like Bob Hanna and Roger DeCoster and all those guys way back then, but um, then I discovered the guitar. Um, but when it came to street bikes, I was I was pretty much brought up around a lot of street bikes, and so many friends of the family, not including members of the family, um, had near-death experiences on motorcycles in Los Angeles that I, I just was sort of turned off to the idea of, of motorcycles in, in the city because it's, yeah. it's crazy to ride a bike in Yeah, LA. I've just passed my, um, my tests. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm getting a big bike and um, I'm just going to show you a photograph of the ones I'm thinking of getting oh. because I'm doing a poll online and everybody says I should get your opinion on this. Should I get the green... I don't know if you can okay, see these pictures. Yeah. The green or the blue? I'm partial to green myself, but blue is nice, you know, so it really depends on which is your favorite color. So you're voting for green? Yeah. Okay, noted. Absolute classic. Rock. What was your first song that you played at a gig when you were 15? Was it, were you 15? Yeah, well, I don't know if I was 15. I think I, I, I started playing when I was 15. Okay. So I, I would probably say I was more like 16, 17, the mm -hmm. first gig I ever did. And the, the first live performance I remember doing was uh, a keg party. And I think um, it was a Deep Purple song, Space oh. Trucking. No, wait, was, that's a really long song as well. Yeah, it was one. <laughs> I mean, there was, a, there was a long list of covers. There was no original material in that set. Um, but that's, that's the first song that comes to mind. But there was a bunch awesome. of other ones. I think, I don't know, from Ozzy was in there. Yeah. There was a Sabbath song. Um, I think Sweet Emotion was on that set <gasps> list. That yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> um, what was the uh, most recent gig you've been to? 
Well, we just played Iceland. Uh, did they are talking about our own show or well, both? Or, actually, yeah. yeah we just played and... Iceland a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and that was the last last show of the Euro Festival thing. Um, and then the last show that I actually was in attendance at was Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, fantastic! Which was in uh, I can't remember where that was. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. country? That's what I'm trying to remember. Oh. Yeah, um, wow, you jet around that much. You it might have been in Australia. Oh wow! Yeah. Awesome. If you could play for another band, let's say you had to start again, and you weren't who you were. Who would you go with? I, I, yeah, I mean, those questions are always like, like, but it's that's not, <laughs> it's not really the case. <laughs> you can't rewind the clock. Yeah, I, I never, I'm never really good with those. I mean, I, you know, it's like if if I could play with some people if, if of some sort of fantasy band or something. I mean, I would love to play with Keith Moon or John Bonham and John Itwistle, who I jammed with back in the day before you know, way before he passed on. Um, who's one of my favorite rock and roll bass players um you know i mean obviously it would be great to do a jam with let's say keith moon Jimi hendrix and jim morrison right now now we're (laughs) talking that that would just be incredible absolute classic rock you've got two sons yeah yeah um is is one of them a drummer one of my oldest son london is a drummer yeah okay he's a great drummer too really it's a trip it's a trip because you know like it just all of a sudden he just picked up the drums and and was i mean it's only been a few years because my son's having lessons so i was going to ask you have you got got any top tips um with with any instrument you know it's a it's a matter of dedication and it's the amount of time that you put in and and the amount of work you put into learning how to play and, and 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 it really becomes a thing of passion if you're really into it then then you'll naturally put that time into it so it's a, it's really about practicing it's about playing as much as possible do they show an interest in the guitar or is it other instruments mainly well it, when when you know uh growing up for them in a musical household so there was always instruments around and cast my younger one gravitated to the piano and he picked up all kinds of songs by ear, so and he's got a very natural sense of melody. But then we thought, well, you should take some piano lessons, and that turned him off. He hasn't touched the piano since. Oh, really? That's right? interesting. Right. So I learned. I learned, and I, and my mom did that to me when I mm. was a kid, and I never played the piano again either. So you just um, got to let him get on with it, then. So you just sort of have to let him do what they want to do, and then. But with London, you know, like he never wanted to play a stringed instrument, and I think his reason was that he didn't want to have to sort of compete with me as a yeah i think it was a a nepotism thing they didn't want to have happen so at some point you know he he showed an interest in drums and he got a little drum kit but he was more interested in skateboards really so the drums that sort of you know sat around and then he uh he hooked up with a friend of his who we've known since he was really little and there was a long period that we didn't see him and during that period he'd been playing guitar and like really studiously into the electric guitar and so London and him got back together his name's Nico Nico and London got back together and London saw that he was playing guitar and he pulled out the drumsticks and started and now they have a band playing clubs in LA so it's, that's just fantastic yeah. the way it involves naturally like that that's yeah, the yeah, best way yeah. isn't it rocks Greatest, greatest hits, hits, absolute classic rock. Is that how it began for you? Did it just evolve naturally? Yeah, it just something. Um, I mean, I I had no uh, um, inclination to to be a musician at all, and then um, 
I, I met Steve Adler, right? And he had an electric guitar and an amp and, and he put on a Kiss record and turned everything up to 10 and banged on it. That was all he, he hardly knew how to play. What age were you at this point? This was like, this was when I was like 14. Mm. And, uh, and that was so exciting. I thought, okay, we'll start a band. I'll play bass. And I went to, to take some bass lessons, which I didn't even have a bass, but I went to the music school anyway. <laughs> and uh, the teacher was like, um, he was playing guitar while he was talking to me to figure out how I planned on moving forward with this without an instrument. And while he was playing guitar and he was playing some Clapton guitar licks. And I was like, that's what I want to do. And he goes, that's not bass, that's lead guitar, which I didn't know anything about anything anyway so that was like that's what inspired me to start the guitar and i went home and and i knew that i'd seen um a guitar around somewhere and uh and i was staying at my grandmother's house at the time and i asked her and she went in this closet and there was a bunch of junk in there and she pulled out this guitar and it had one string on it it was an acoustic right <laughs> and i started learning everything on on one string and i went back to that music school and he showed me how to put the other f five strings on it and started to give me lessons but you know, in the lessons, it was like piano. It's like scales and all this yeah. stuff. And you're like, that's not, you know, I mean, when you're a kid, you're like, but that doesn't sound like Jimi Hendrix, right? So anyway, he said, if you, if you bring a record, if you do your lessons that I give you and you bring a record and show me a song or, you know, pick a song that you want me to teach you, I'll, I'll learn it and I'll teach it to you. So he put the record on and he'd sit there and he'd learn it by ear and then teach it to me. I thought, well, shit, I could do the record part. And that's, so I slowly but surely I gave up the lessons and I just started doing So as a result of that, can you read music or is that... I, I mean, I, I, I technically I can very slowly. <laughs> but you just don't need it. I just haven't. I, 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 I really sort of stopped with all this sort of, um, uh, you know, studious... The formal route. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that helped you in a way then, just to sort of come up with these original riffs because you didn't have that formal route? Well, I mean, it definitely taught me, you know, learning by ear is something that I, you know, I recommend for anybody. But I also think that if you can sit down and look at a piece of music and just read it like you do a book, that's, that's, that's got its own advantages too. So I recommend doing both, you know. Okay, brilliant. And just coming back to the album. So that is uh, called Living the Dream. Right. And uh, it's out now. Yeah. Okay. And is there anything you want to add about the album or the tour or any work um, you're doing at the moment? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I mentioned we're going to be coming over here in February. I think I said that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Always right. good to recap. Um, I mean, you know, the record's cool. I can't, there's nothing else I can say except for to give it a listen, yeah. you know. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, you know. And lastly, do you think you could squeeze in your... Do you want to do it? You don't have to. No, I can do it. You yeah. want me to do it while we're doing the interview? I don't mind. All right. Okay, well, I should, I should sign it this way so that okay. it just goes with the... And that's the, the lead that needs colouring in. Yeah, no, I know. I figured that. <laughs> All right, so you want this one or this? It'd be easier to do it here, but I could do it here. Um, or I could do it on the outside. Yeah, yeah either here or, or here. Hmm, good, good point. All right, I can do it this way, but yeah. then I just need you to... Here, lift your arm up. Hold it up. Is this the weirdest thing you've had to do? Um, not, no. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, Slash signed my tattoo. Thanks for listening. Absolute classic rock.